this year, including Jake the Snake Roberts, the Barbarian, the model Rick Martel, the Berserker, Rowdy Ronnie Piper, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Nasty Boy Sags, Repo Man, Sergeant Slaughter, alleged real world champion Ric Flair, Hercules, Colonel Mustafa, the Macho Man Randy Savage, Skinner, the British Bulldog Baby Boy Smith, the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase, Haku, Shawn Michaels, the Warlord, El Matador, Sid Justice, IRS, Nikolai Volkov, the Texas Tornado, Virgil, the Undertaker, the Big Boss Man, Greg the Hammer Valentine, Superfly Snooker, and the Immortal Hulk Hogan. It's time to rumble! It's time for the Royal Rumble! Alright, creatures of the night, welcome to episode 124 of Talking Taker, our encyclopedic exploration, thinking of the career of the greatest professional wrestling character of autism. My name is Alex Dorio, and I want to thank you for joining us for yet another round of Dead Man Talking, and I am joined, as always, by my tag team partner, my wrestling buddy, the 60-minute man himself, Mr. Travis Wright, and Travis... Are you ready, sir? We're about to count down a new year, a new decade here in real life. Are you ready to start counting down for this Royal Rumble match? Oh, I absolutely am. I'm excited to ring in the new year with a classic here, a classic Royal Rumble, possibly the greatest, arguably the greatest Royal Rumble of all time. So, uh, man, have you seen the poster for this Royal Rumble? It looks awesome. It's classic, dude. That is... dude. It looks like a video game or like a G.I. Joe like cover, like like a uh, comic book cover or something. It's I'd awesome. I'd love to have that framed up on my wall next to my December to Dismember poster. I think it'd go right there <laughs> well alongside of it. It would. It would. Thank you guys for joining us last week for December to Dismember. Uh, it was fun, a little nostalgia ride for us, and uh, what a goof fest and what a great storytelling, great, great times we had there. So. It was great to relive it. Obviously, Terrible to rewatch it, but great to relive the memories. <laughs> and uh, we do appreciate all the good feedback we got from you guys. Uh, we'll read some of that off towards the end of the episode. But a lot of love from you guys. Enjoyed our stories of being there at the show. And that was a bit of a detour for us. This one is going to be a slight detour as well. You know, we are rolling, rolling, rolling through The Undertaker's career all the way to the last ride, but if you've been with us through the early days, you'll remember our initial game plan for the podcast where we do one pay-per-view match of The Undertaker's career every week. Uh, We weren't going to cover some of these Royal Rumble matches because... Uh, We didn't quite know how to analyze them since Undertaker, you know, he does win one later on that we're going to get to here next week. But these other ones were like, "Eh, maybe there's not so much to talk about there. So we skipped over them initially. 
And then I think we did the 97 Royal Rumble just as an experiment, as a watch-along episode where we watched the whole Royal Rumble, did commentary on it, and we had such fun doing that that we've done that for every Royal Rumble since then. And then we decided, well, we want to be completists, so we're going to go back and hit those early Rumbles that Taker was in that we didn't do in the early episodes of the show. So we did the 91 Royal Rumble a few weeks ago and uh, rewatched that one. And now we're going to go back, as Travis said, to maybe, I'd say without question, the greatest Royal Rumble of all time. One of the most legendary matches of all time, Royal Rumble Mm -hmm. 1992. Chronologically, this should have been the, uh, well, if Royal Rumble 91 was in there, then this would have been the sixth episode of our podcast. It would have come after this Tuesday in Texas, back in the early days. So this would technically be The Undertaker's sixth ever pay-per-view matchup. Uh, You and I, Travis, would have both been five years old at the time. Uh, Were you you watching this one when you were five years old? Nope. Not even close. I wasn't watching this. So I wasn't. uh, I'd probably seen some... Uh, well, I know I'd seen like NWA and WCW stuff, but I did not. Uh, and I'd seen The Undertaker just flipping through, but I, I had to go back and rewatch this match like later on in life when I picked up on wrestling and being, you know, my first love. <laughs> yeah, I was watching wrestling at this point. I became a fan when I was five years old, but, you know, I was five, so I wasn't. Uh, I just enjoyed watching. I wasn't really following the storylines or anything. I just liked seeing Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior and uh, Texas Tornado. I loved him. Uh, I think I said that (laughs) previously. But so I didn't really understand when the pay per views were or what the World Rumble was. But uh, so I didn't watch this one live. Um, I did rent it on video when I was, you know, six years old. I think six, I remember watching it specifically. And honestly, I don't have the numbers to back this up, but this is probably in my top five matches that I've seen more than any other match in my entire life. I have rewatched this one so many times. It's been on lots of DVDs, uh, and it's just, I mean, it's the best Royal Rumble. Royal Rumbles are some of the most fun matches to go back and rewatch, in my opinion. Um, even before the WWE Network, I just loved putting an old Royal Rumble on a VHS and rewatching that yeah. to go to sleep to. Um, and this one, you know, th- this and probably, you know, like the, uh, the WrestleMania 10 ladder match and. Mr. Perfect Bret Hart from SummerSlam 91, which is one of my favorite matches. Those are like my top three or four matches that I've seen more than anything in my life. So uh, I'm excited to talk about this one. Oh yeah, it's gonna be good, man. I'll be, I haven't seen it in so long. I don't. I, mean, I, I know who wins. I know the story of the match, but I don't remember when people come in and stuff like that. So I'm excited to be surprised. I haven't read. I didn't read the, the spoilers and see you know who all comes in when. I, I haven't seen it as many times as you have. I've probably only seen this match four times. You know, this is probably the fifth time I watched it. So um, I'm looking forward to it. Being surprised again by some of this stuff. Well, we will. Uh, I've got some stories to tell about some of the times that I've watched this match. 
uh, and we'll try to set the context of it as we go along during the match. Uh, I know we're in a bit of a time crunch tonight as we're recording this one with the holiday season and everything going on. So we're just going to go ahead and get started with it. Uh, we'll set the stage as we go along and tell some personal stories as we do it. As always, we're going to uh, give you the timestamp here and then we invite you to watch it along with us. But hopefully we will keep it entertaining for you, even if you're not watching along, even if you're just uh, driving along to your Christmas party or driving back home or uh, says it's coming up after Christmas. So <laughs> yeah, you're late. If you're driving to this party, you're late. <laughs> you missed it. <laughs> New Year's Eve festivities. <laughs> whatever New you Year's do. Eve party. Yeah. If you're getting the New Year's Eve party real early, uh, you listen to this. <laughs> So uh, we've got the timestamp. Uh, we will go ahead and do it just like we uh, have done it before. Why don't you tell them what the timestamp is, Travis? Oh, it's going to be uh, one hour, 26 minutes, and 48 seconds. So if you're using you know, an app that has the little uh, bookmarks at the bottom, if you just click on, I think it says, Royal Rumble Match for WWE Championship. And the screenshot of that is The Undertaker and Hacksaw Duggan. So that's pretty cool. Spoiler alert, they're going to interact. So, yeah, if you click, it's the next to last chapter there if you're going to click on it. But uh, we'll count down in just a minute here and we'll have it going. And this is uh, just to set it up while you get ready. This is from uh, this is Team 2 from Different Arena in Albany, New York. So, man, I don't even know if that arena probably doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I have no idea. Knickerbocker Arena. <laughs> <laughs> the old Knickerbocker. Yeah. Uh, well, why don't you give us a, since this is our pre-New Year's episode, Travis, why don't you give us a New Year's Eve countdown and a Royal Rumble-style countdown. Why don't you start from 10 and tell us when to hit play here, all right? All right. I'll go from 10 down to 1, then we'll hit say play, and we'll hit put our, push it on play, all right? In the spirit of New Year's 2020 coming up, it's 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. Four, three, two, one, play. So there we are, taking a look at the uh, the old Knickerbocker out there. Mm-hmm. Diedrich Knickerbocker. Oh, man, there he is. <laughs> look at these guys. Miss, he miss, looks oh, like a Diedrich Knickerbocker. Miss Perfect Royal Fumble. <laughs> I like those. <laughs> Look at old Diedrich Knickerbocker in his chrome dome there. This is the Fink. Telling us all about the rules of the match, I assume. <laughs> this guy could only have the career he has in the world of professional wrestling. I mean, yeah. <laughs> come on. He's got a face for radio and a voice for Chainsmoke. <laughs> he can read you like... He can read you like stories really late at night on the radio. I would listen to it, man. Uh, yeah, oh, just any stories. God bless the Magic. Fink. How about War of the Worlds as read by... Uh, Howard Finkel? <laughs> Instead of Orson Welles. <laughs> Do you think whoever wrote Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, was a big wrestling fan, and that's why they oh, yes. named him Ray Finkel? Finkel, I know him. Finkel, yeah, oh, I think so. Absolutely. There he is, president oh, of the WWF. President Tony... <laughs> <laughs> Great tie, tiny tie. That's a, <laughs> Sticking out of his one hundred percent a clip on World right War there. II, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> He's got bloody knuckles from punching somebody backstage. 
<laughs> Pinky yeah, ring. ring. <laughs> Worth about 50, bling, bling. <laughs> oh, we're already starting off good here. <laughs> He's got a WWF pendant on his lapel. Look at that. I hope you get me that for amazing. Christmas, Travis. <laughs> oh, well, you would know by now. <laughs> well, let's get and a the little... crowd's on their seat. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jack Tunney's talking. What do you expect? Oh, that's true. Let's give this a little backstory really... real quick here. Uh, this is obviously Undertaker plays a pretty big part in the storyline of this match, whether or not he ends up winning it or factoring into the finish at all. But uh, there's the whole drama at Survivor Series 1991 where Undertaker won his first world championship, defeating Hulk Hogan. But Ric Flair interfered, and so that necessitated the This Tuesday in Texas pay-per-view where we had the rematch, but that was a screwy finish as well when Hulk Hogan reclaimed the title. So then the title was held up uh, for two months until we got to the Royal Mm -hmm. Rumble, and so this is the first time ever the Royal Rumble is going to be held where the WWF Championship is on the line here. So 30 guys competing for the WWF Championship, a huge storyline at the time, uh, and The Undertaker, again, just barely a year and a half into the WWE, not even a year and a half into the WWE, and he's a major factor in the storyline as we see British Bulldog drawing number one here. And, you know, uh, this. there's only been two Royal Rumbles that's been for the title, and the second one, actually the title was defended during it, so this one's the first and only of its kind up to this date. You know, look at that Sherry Martell oh shirt that guy had. He had the same haircut as her. Airbrushed oh Sherry Martell shirt. I would give anything to have that <laughs> in my closet right now. That guy got it from, like, the pier at Myrtle One Beach. One of a kind. That guy brought a picture of Sherry Martell <laughs> oh, yeah. to some guy at, at the Knickerbocker Mall and asked him to airbrush <laughs> Oh, DiBiase going right at it. I mean, what better but way it, to start off a rumble right here? These two guys. Oh, yeah, I know. But it is cool you're you're kind of feeding us the storyline of what's going on. So this Rumble, I mean, literally any guy, any of these 30 have a chance to become WWF champion. You know, we make fun of sometimes you see guys come in there. It's like they get a chance to go to WrestleMania, the main event. Well, in this one, you can kind of let that go because anyone can, win, can, can become the champion during this match, which is pretty cool, I think. It's a great selling point. It really amps up the drama here. Uh, these are two guys... Man, you could argue that these are two of the guys you could say uh, who never held the WWF Championship. Two of the most deserving guys who never ended up mm-hmm. holding that title. Uh, Ted DiBiase's name, you know, he always comes up like best wrestlers to never hold the WWF Championship. Yeah. I think Virgil Bulldog's right up there next to him, man. I think them, Piper, and Razor. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, and, and perfect. Perfect, Jake like, the Snake, and those, uh, you know, Jake. Yeah, those most of those guys. guys are in this match here tonight. Yeah. Look at him. Dude, Million Dollar Man is just getting it. He's just going at it right now. And, dude, this is – he's near the end of his career right here. He's got like right. a year left in his career. That's one of those funny things, man, growing up, watching wrestling, being the age we were when this was going on, as DiBiase, first man eliminated hey. here. I would just thought, I just thought he was the Million Dollar Man. I didn't realize he'd been around for 20 years, like Mid-South right. Wrestling – like, this was the end of his career. I thought this was all he ever did up until, like, honestly, like, five or six years ago. I had no idea, like, all the all those guys in Mid-South and everything. Oh, yeah. Well, it's funny because Vince made such a big poo-poo face about WCW stealing all his talent in the, in the 90s. All he did was take guys from Vern Gagne in Mid-South and just make them bigger <laughs> stars in yeah. WWF. That's all Hogan was. 
I mean, it's basically what Ring of Honor is right now. Guys go through Ring of Honor or or TNA even, and then WWE gets them towards the end and makes them household names. And here's Ric Flair with his number three and the butterfly, uh, man, cloak he's got on, jacket, and (laughs) flanked by Mr. Perfect in just a cool runnings like outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Which jacket is better? I can tell you which one costs more. I don't know which one's better. Very famous robe for Ric Flair. A lot of people say that's one of his best robes, and i got to agree with that. I don't know if that's one of the ones that Conrad Thompson has, but that's a great robe. And speaking of being at the end of the career, you'd have thought this guy's at the end of his career, but he's not. Oh, my God, yeah. (laughs) He's got another 20 years left. (laughs) Yeah. So this is what, 27? Years ago? 27 years ago. I mean, he's, years ago. he's 43 years old right here. He's 43. Wow. That's crazy, man. And of so. course, you know, we, uh, of course, the commentary going on during this match, that's the other classic story of this match. Everyone talks about this as maybe one of the greatest uh, announcing jobs of all time with Bobby Heenan and Earl oh, yeah. Monsoon. They actually included it on Bobby Heenan's DVD, this this match on his DVD, oh, because really? his announcing awesome. is so great on there. Uh, so we are not, not at all saying we're doing a better job than their commentary. We're just doing an alternate commentary here to give our perspective on it. But sure. if you've never watched this match before with the actual commentary, come on, do yourself a favor, listen to that before you listen to us, because it's, yeah. it's incredible. Watch it twice tonight, yeah. Absolutely. There's a little kid in the front row in LOD spikes, man. I love that. I always wanted those. I always saw them in the catalog. That's so good. I always wanted them. Ric Flair begging off like a true heel. Bulldog about to throw him out. Oh, Just no. About. I wish and... they put that old school timer up on like the new Rumbles. <laughs> oh. It's nasty time. <laughs> it's time to get nasty. Oh, man. Never has there been a more appropriate name for a tag team than the Nasty Boys describing (laughs) these two guys. (laughs) Yeah. And, dude, he still looks like that. So he's just fatter. Like, his hair is still cut like that. He's kept the gimmick. Like, so it probably wasn't a gimmick. That's just what what they were. He probably still wears those spandex pants. Yeah. (laughs) Probably still wears that shirt. That wrestling outfit. Those boots, elbow pads. Knobs is just hanging out of his house ready to go. <laughs> Somebody call him looking for a show. <laughs> oh, oh, the dirtiest player in the game and the nasty boy teaming up on the British Bulldog. It's getting, it's like garbage in there. Man, whose hair do you like the most in the ring right now? Lack thereof. Holy uh, whose hair is the best? Yeah, at least three guys. Oh, that's a tough question. Because, uh, <laughs> oh, right now he's Bull- not looking good. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, 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 nasty with the athletic maneuver there to save himself. <laughs> oh, Bulldog oh. got ups, dude. Bulldog got the hops, kicking Nasty Boy out, so it's back to Bulldog and Flair. I love how Flair has his fingers taped. It's always one of my favorite little things. A guy in the audience is giving the old chin flip off to uh, British Bulldog. That was weird. <laughs> guy in the front row loves Ric Flair with a turtleneck underneath. I think that's Dave Meltzer. I think. 
pretty sure. Picture in picture. Who's coming up? Ooh, the monster Ming. Or, excuse me, Haku. King. King Haku. Is he king yet? No. God bless you. Just Haku. <laughs> those pants. <laughs> Love those pants. Dude, and this uh, is... Whose hair's best now? Ah, uh, man. It's, it's got to be Bulldog, <laughs> dude. I love Dreadlock Bulldog. My favorite oh, yeah. look for him. I think we talked about that in the last Rumble. <laughs> this was Haku's last WWF pay-per-view until he came back in 2001 for that weird run back then. <laughs> nine years. Nine years, Rumble, years, right? Man. Came back to the Rumble. So were those whole nine years, was he in WCW, or did he go somewhere before? Um, he didn't he show up in there. WCW until, like, 94, 95. So I don't know what he was doing in between there. If he was doing indies or in Japan or something like that. He was doing whatever the heck he wanted to. Yeah, probably in Japan, <laughs> cracking skulls, man. Just <laughs> killing people. He's over in Japan uh, now with his sons, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, I'll tell oh, you. Oh, dirtiest player in the game. Uh, I reckon. One of the times I watched this pay-per-view was, well, like I said, when I was like six years old. I remember renting it and uh, watching it. And uh, I remember my mom came by while I was watching it in the living room. She wasn't paying any attention to it, but she saw Ric Flair. And she said that my hair looks like Ric Flair's because Ooh. I had, I mean, I still have blonde hair, but it was really, really, really blonde when I was when I was little. And I remember it made me sad because I didn't like Ric Flair. And I thought, well, crap, I look like Ric Flair. I guess I have to cheer for Ric Flair now. <laughs> I was like so bummed out because I didn't like him. And he won the match. And my mom asked me after it was over, like, why I was so sad. And I said, well, I got to cheer for Ric Flair now because you said I looked like him. And she said, no, oh. no, it doesn't. you don't have to cheer for him. I said, I don't. I was like, no, it's okay. Uh, so that's one of my stories with this match as the uh, sexy boy comes out. Haku is gone and Shawn Michaels is coming in. Oh, somebody just threw trash at him. Man. <laughs> Thinking about just, I mean, this is early, early Shawn Michaels. This is really right after he turned heel, too. And think mm-hmm. about the barn burners that him and Ric Flair are going to go on to have as they trade punches here, probably for the first time ever. Yeah, probably. Because uh, they... Yeah, they wouldn't. I mean, I don't think they did much together in in WWF. This first, you know, Ric Flair's first run. Wow, that super kick missed by a mile. Unfortunately, <laughs> not quite sweet chin music yet. Oh, I could watch Davy Boy and Sean wrestle all night, though. Yeah. I can watch any of these. Is any of this combination of these three guys wrestle? All night. Yeah, Sean and Davy always three. had underrated matches. Oh my god! Oh, I thought he yeah. was gone. Oh, Sean! Oh. <laughs> Sean, Ooh, he's back in. Oh, kicked you in the back of the neck. <laughs> Super kick party here. <laughs> Sean is wearing Diesel's gloves as, like two years before as... Diesel ever came to WWE. Yeah. Well, setting the stage there. That's it, man. That kick was almost as bad as those punches from AEW Dynamite recently. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen those online. I but... have seen those. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Those are some working punches right there, man. Good stuff. Sean... What do you think about Sean's pants here? Are you, are you a fan of these style that he had? I never liked these little cow print pants, whatever, zebra print. <laughs> yeah. I always hated those. Uh, but I I don't know. Uh, I guess they're his worst pants. I would say his chaps that he wore in his later run were pretty bad too. 
but I didn't like these either. Oh, how about the brown ones he wore when he won the title? In Those are probably the worst ones of all time. Two. Yeah. <laughs> they were brown and he had a little Dutch boy haircut. <laughs> Ole! Oh. Ole! <laughs> yes. Here he comes. The great Kali. Oh, sorry. What? Excuse me? <laughs> Is that racist? Oh, I'm not sure. He, well, he looked like him when he was running out. No. He looked right. like a great guy. You need to check your yeah. TV settings, sir. Oh, sorry. I'm Tito Santana. <laughs> buffering. Tito. It doesn't yeah. even match, man. I love it. Yeah, what pink. is with the pink, the green, and the gold? <laughs> Who picked that color combo? <laughs> it's like when you're making a job on like No Mercy or something, you want to make someone look stupid, yes. you do this. And he's got a pink scrunchie in his hair. He does. So. Look at all the hair in this match. And you know what there hasn't been yet in this match? What's that? There's something that hasn't been in this match that you would see in every match nowadays, and that's a beard. Oh wow! What a what a great point. I take that back. Did uh, wait? Did DiBiase have a beard? DiBiase had one, he, but I still. apologize. But he's a heel. Heels had beards back then. No good guys had beards. No, they just had mustaches, like the Hulkster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, when, uh, for instance, when Hogan turned heel, he had a beard. He did have a beard. Know. You're right. <laughs> beard was a heel thing. I'm serious. It really was. Oh, was I know. We talk about that all the time <laughs> off air. Yeah. Just how many guys on the roster look the same right now because they have long hair, long beards. And it's They're just, all like, yeah. I mean, you don't stand out anymore when you nope. look like everybody else. It would, it would look cool when, if you were the only guy to have that. But Braun Strowman, right. uh, Eric Rowan, the War Machiners, uh, whatever they Yeah, are. Killian Dane, all those guys. Sanity, yeah. Yeah. Sanity's not a thing you know, anymore, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, even, even just regular beards, too, like Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. Everybody's yeah. got a beard, man. Luke Harper. Oh, never mind. Well, he's gone. Here he comes. <laughs> oh, Barban got hit with some trash. <laughs> somebody in the audience getting that, has like a barrel of trash. Getting that barbarian <laughs> heat, man. <laughs> somebody. It's the same person that hit Shawn Michaels with trash. Like, Did, oh. Does Barbarian not have the best ring gear in the world right now? <laughs> in the ring currently, he does. Yeah. God. Being a Viking Raider. Look at this guy. <laughs> the original. <laughs> He's like the villain that the Viking Raiders would fight on like TV. Look at this little skull like belt. He looks awesome. like a BA right now. <laughs> I tell you something I did not like growing up was the Barbarian, but I kind of like him now. I, I kind of come around on Barbarian. I love Faces of Fear in WCW. I love when him and Ming were together. That, the they, kick of fear. they were like. APA before they were APA, but they didn't do all the cool stuff. Like, they were just like, you know, they're gonna come in and just whoop up on some dudes, man. Like that's does that makes sense. Like oh. they're not really personality is APA, but they just you know they're gonna come in the ring and just squash whoever it was and look like they legit hurt them. When I see them now, absolutely. When I was twelve watching WCW, I thought they were so boring. I, oh I hated man, I when loved they would have the match. But I go back and watch it. I'm like, give me more Mang and Barbarian, yeah. please. <laughs> Probably because they were on Dojo Saturday Night a lot, and I was—I've you know, always talked about my, you know, affinity for that show. So it was good stuff. Somebody in the members only jackets leaving, and the mom jeans going up the up How the stairs there. Get a drink during this match, man. Barbarian just came in. Just <laughs> get started. 
Well, I guess it's like I talked about last week with Elimination Chambers. Like, one thing about these types of matches, and you know they're going to be long. You know the endings. You know, the winner's not going to happen right now. So there is little, you know, down periods of, you know, time like this where you know the fans aren't going to get too excited and into it. you got to have these false finishes like Sean's doing right now where he's getting thrown over the top and whatnot. So and these are got to all... build the drama that way. Oh, my boy. Oh, there's your boy. The tornado, <laughs> Carrie Von Erich. Uh, and these are all... Or all should be Hall of Famers. Barbarian's not a Hall of Famer mm-hmm. yet, but <laughs> all these guys are eventual Hall of Famers. But no one really, besides Flair, so far, you don't feel like anybody's really going to win this quite yet. You know, we haven't got Hogan, think, we haven't got Macho Man, uh, Bulldog. I don't know if people Bulldog, saw him as I win. think maybe. Well, I guess later it's let oh, later <laughs> <laughs> epic flop. <laughs> I guess Bulldog has his big moment is what later on this year, right? SummerSlam. Oh, oh maybe a more Sean. epic flop right there. A double <laughs> flop ski. Oh yeah. So Flair's like, I'll do. It's upstage and Flair. Oh my god. Sean looks like it's SummerSlam 2005 right here. Yeah, he does. Oh man. <laughs> hey, Carrie Von Eric, man, he's another one. I thought he was just, you know, just in WWE for a couple of years uh, as a kid. I re- didn't realize he was freaking NWA World Champion or uh, over yeah. in you know, World Class Championship World Class Wrestling. Championship, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. All right, if you just look at Von Erich right now from the behind and see his face, you could say, oh, that man's Ultimate Warrior. I just yep. look at his outfit, you know? And I think that's why I like him as a kid. The, yeah. the tassels, dude. <clears throat> dude, tassels. Yeah, tassels are... Uh, always fun when you're a little kid to see like this dude has tassels or you know guys that had face paint you know obviously we talked about sting and warrior and stuff and the road warriors they just really stood out i wish somebody would wrestle like a big star with face paint now yeah i love when jeff hardy used to do that it made him stand out it made him so unique because right now you got <clears throat> like Asuka, and uh, but she just does it kind of a little bit, and then like Luke Gallows, but he's not a big star. I love Gallows so. doing it, man. That's great. <clears throat> oh, me too. I love the repo man coming out, <laughs> sneaking around. He's gonna take something. <laughs> Another future Hall of Famer, in my opinion, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Hebner? Yeah. Is that supposed to be a tire track across his back? Of course it is. Yeah. He got it's run just, over trying to repossess somebody's a, car, I guess. Yeah, what a <clears throat> what a gimmicky outfit, man. Dude. Like, this guy came out right now in 2019. He'd get booted out of the building <laughs> just because of the way he looks. <laughs> he got, like, a uh, 1950s mask on his face. Yeah, like, he's, a, he's like an extra, like, a stuntman for the Phantom, like, TV show. <laughs> like, Zorro. <laughs> He's, he's going to have, like, back problems the way he's crouched down. <laughs> that can't be good for your spina bifida. <laughs> Lean over like that the whole time you wrestle. <laughs> I can't get over Barbarian, man. That guy, <laughs> his name is no the Barbarian. Is that not one of the greatest wrestling names you've ever oh, heard? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great. And it works for him. Like, you believe it. That guy, that guy's the friggin' Barbarian. <laughs> I buy it. Oh, yeah, he eats. Yeah, he eats like uncooked meat straight off the like deer. Like he kills it and he just bites into it. Maybe he doesn't even kill it. He just like bites the deer in the jugular and like puts his 
like puts his skin on his tights. Yeah, puts his skin on his pants and his his, uh, antlers on his head. What is Tito going for over there in the corner? Reverse punches in the corner. What is he thinking? (laughs) (laughs) Tito has lost his mind. Don't reinvent the wheel, Tito. Come on. (laughs) That's something Greg Kali would do. (laughs) See, I told Uh, you. Yep. Rings really filling up here. We got like six, seven guys yeah, in there get... now. <laughs> the repo man just <laughs> delayed reaction on that punch. <laughs> here he comes. Here comes the winner right here. The hammer. Greg Valentine. Oh, stop. Hammer time. Dude. Oh, yeah. You talk about another future Rock. WCW Saturday Night <clears throat> Superstar right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember when he showed up like 1999? Like on Saturday yeah. night? <laughs> like, what's this guy oh, doing? Yeah. He's. Speaking of, yeah, he's like telling his career right here, too. He's always looked his age, man. I just uh, don't get it. How does he always look so old? Flair? <laughs> flop number two. <laughs> oh. Uh, Davy Boy and Hammer working on some, working on the game plan here. Do you remember Taking when out Flair. Greg Valentine wrestled Rob Conway on Sunday Night Heat, like in 2005 or six? <laughs> No. Uh, it's okay if you don't, but it just like showed up on like YouTube recommended videos the other day, and I was like, yeah, I need to watch that for five minutes, and I did. Yeah. Rob Conway, who, he like feuded with Legends for like a few months. Yeah, that's uh, true. I think... I remember that. Uh, oh, Eugene came out and got Greg Valentine disqualified, and Greg Valentine got mad and beat up Eugene. <laughs> hmm. Dang it. <clears throat> Which I would you beat up they Eugene those cameraman jumpsuits for sale anywhere or they still have them in the warehouse because i would love one they definitely have them for sale i've seen them on ebay before really yeah i have i would love a cameraman jumpsuit all right. look at those things i know what i'm getting you for christmas next year birthday's coming up before mortgage nah not that much like 200 bucks sean sean's hanging on by his ankles crazy the old ankle biter Mm-hmm. The bulldog kind of biting the on, the, on the ropes, dude. How you feel about these uh, these ropes right here, red, you, white, and blue? Are you kidding me, man? This hits me right in the nostalgia, right there. I prefer mm-hmm. that. Same with that apron. Same with oh. that that body right there, Nikolai Volkov. <laughs> it's like about to die on the way. He's so happy. Look at him. He looks like he's struggling to walk. Oh, but he hops the top rope dude. when he gets in. He's ripping on Nikolai Volkov. <laughs> he's getting those high spots in, man. I'm just saying, like, he looks rough, like, physically. I, I respect him. I liked him. I liked his WCW stuff. He looks like he goes to the Y every morning and swims 100 laps in the pool at 6 a.m. in that outfit right there. <laughs> I was saying he goes to the Y off. and drops, like, his wife off so she can work out. No way, man. Goes, that guy gets in the Denny's pool. and picks her back up. <laughs> Come on. After he swims, he goes to Denny's and gets three Grand Slams and egg whites, chicken and broccoli. Smokes a whole pack before noon. <laughs> he wrestles. Repo, Repo Man is still in this match. Where did he get those knee pads from? I don't know. Yeah, how those the heck? This could be on the Barbarian. How is Volkov in the Hall of Fame and not the Barbarian, dude? Come on. I don't know. Oh, Greg V with the figure four on Flair. Ooh, a little twist of fate there. Oh, oh no. Is he out? Was that the middle rope? He's out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hit the showers, Volkov. Yeah, go take a lap in the pool. 
so we've had Volkov, Bulldog, and uh, who? Oh, Kerry Von Erich. I think those are the only three that have passed away so far since the uh, mm, since this yeah. Rumble took place. Yeah, Unless I'm forgetting somebody. Well, Ric Flair just <clears throat> flinched on the, the chop, and Greg Hammer didn't chop him. <laughs> oh well. Repo man's about to take this move. Oh, lots of chops and have you noticed a, a tremendous amount of like I'm gonna grab this guy behind the back and hold his arms behind him? Like there's been about fourteen there's of those. There's been so a far. lot of that. Here he comes. I thought you were gonna say, have you noticed all the neon colors in the audience? Which yes. is what I was noticing at that moment. Dude. Boss House, of House of Fire. I love He's it. He's got a shirt button down to the bottom button. <laughs> Might as well not have a shirt on. <laughs> Bottom button. Oh, he is just taking people out. Oh, numbers game. Bossman had a great punch, Sean. man. He does. Great working punch. <laughs> oh, uppercut. <laughs> uppercut Shawn Michaels out of the ring and then catches him <laughs> before he yeah. gets on the Oh, ring. no, not yet. No. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> oh, man. Repo, man. Golly. Oh, see Get that criminal out of here. <laughs> Exactly. Perfect story, Tom. He can't believe what's happening. You talk about guys jumping off the screen at you. Big Boss Man is just the king. Of, I mean, just look at the screen right now. Look at all these guys mm-hmm. that just jump off the screen at you. I mean, they all look like stars. Yeah. They've all got, you know, even if they don't have a good body, they've got a good, like, gimmick or, mm-hmm. you know, good personality or something. or They, they can distinguish them. I did notice that the hammer was wearing the red and yellow, trying to get a little rub off of Hogan, I think. So. I think so. <laughs> Maybe it, if I wear that, they'll cheer me. <laughs> oh, 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 Bulldog is gone. Yeah, Coach after about Ric Flair. 15 minutes, 20 minutes. He's out of here, man. And there goes. Oh! Carrie Von Erich. There he goes. Texas Tornado. My little Texas Tornado. Gone. <laughs> Oh, this would be, I golly. believe, his final WWE pay-per-view appearance. Kerry Von Erichs, too. He would... <laughs> Boss man just slapped Barbarian in the face. Like, He's got death wish, man. Shoot. Oh! Sean, Sean and, and Tito, Tito were out. Gone. They would go on to have a WrestleMania match later in the yeah. year. Was that uh, this year, right? Yeah, later this year. As the mighty Hercules makes his way out slowly. <laughs> Slowly get Hercules. It's always arm day for Hercules. <laughs> always arm day. <laughs> Chest day. Never leg day. But they the Hercules leg day. Nope. <laughs> Something up top. Ooh, Barbarian. That's what I want to see. Barbarian and Flair high fiving. And then he chops him. Flair, Dirty's playing the game, dude. He's, so He's begging off. That's what makes this match so great, man. Ric Flair is just. Oh, he's in character the whole time. Oh, yeah. He's a dirty player in the game the whole time. And, man, talk about a missed opportunity at, at WrestleMania without him and Hogan. I don't care what the stories are about. It didn't sell well on the on the house shows. That should have been the main event at WrestleMania. I don't care what anybody says. I thought you were going to say Flair Barbarian should have been the main event at WrestleMania. The <laughs> 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 Barflarian. Oh, oh, oh! Possibly oh, nearly hung what? himself. <laughs> Just like WrestleMania, that would happen. man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that happened about seven more years later. Oh, boss man, 
taken out by the dirtiest player. Again, I, you can see all these guys on the other channel in a couple oh, years. <laughs> Dude, Boston Man's been in the ring for five minutes. Looks like he's about to die. <laughs> kick! Oh, God, that kick was awesome, though. He spoke too soon, oh. baby. Uh, he's doing, like, M. Bison. Right? Watch along, I just want to rewatch that 20 times. <laughs> yeah, I know. I would rewind it, watch that elimination, and then Flair just flopped. That was incredible. I mean, but talk about timing, talk about this booking, how everything yeah. works into place for everybody to go out just in time for Roddy Piper, Ric Flair's biggest rival in the WWE at this time. And yeah. I mean, if you paid attention to wrestling, you'd know that these guys have been rivals since the NWA days. You know, so yeah, so they're they're using that backstory if you knew, but as a kid, I mean, if you just watch WWF TV, you know these guys hate each other. And Piper coming in, unloading on oh. Flair, the crowd is loving it. This is, I, I mean, I don't know if it's Pat Patterson telling the story back then. Probably was at this time, but it's just perfectly laid out. Oh yeah, it is. This is. I'm sure it's Pat Patterson still at this point. You know, um, he's so such a good storyteller. Look at these guys just going at it. It's just, you can sense the like real, you know, the history. That there's a story there. Yeah, there's history and there's something going on. Look at Hot Rod, man. He's so awesome. I mean, Ooh. you talk about not needing to have a great body to be a great professional wrestler. Right yeah, perfect example of it. And he's yeah. not a he's not a great technical wrestler either. But Mm-mm. one of the greatest <laughs> legends of all time. That's one of his signature moves. It's a freaking eye poke, man. <laughs> yeah. And his finisher is a sleeper, right? I mean, yeah. not even anything fancy. Just, you know, sleeper. And and he's about to do this. An too. airplane spin. Somebody needs to bring this back ASAP. I want to see Cesaro do that. I want to see Cesaro do the leg spin and then pick the guy up, put him on his back and do the oh, airplane spin. Oh, man. Come on. The opposite way to unwind him. Come on, Cesaro. <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> oh. Oh, There's man. that sleeper you were just talking there about. There it is. Man. Yeah, it doesn't get any better than these guys in the ring right now. This is awesome. Oh, Flair's going down. And again, time very well. You got the next person coming in. I don't know if this is Titan time where they've you know, really been 90 seconds or whatever or not. Oh, is this 90-second intervals or two minutes? This would be two 90. minutes back in this day. The no, time. yes. Oh, I love those tights right there on Jake Dude, Snake, look at man. those pants. Beautiful. I want an action figure with those pants on. I want a pair of those pants and, just to put on myself. <laughs> and then Jake. It says, you have at it, and he sits in the corner. Three like, of the this best is your right game. here, man. You, you want him right here. He's like, you know, this is all yours. He knows his I character, man. And he's a heel. This is the evil Jake the Snake days. And, mm-hmm. um, he's, of course, going to go on to be the Undertaker's WrestleMania opponent here in a few months. As you hear my dog drinking water in the background here. But <laughs> this match has got him thirsty. We can't pause it. It's a watching along. So you just got to right. listen to Right, my mother-in-law just called me. I had to deny her. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All That's right. our commitment to you folks. <laughs> Yeah, she'd probably call and say my wife and kids made it home safely. But what about uh, your aunt, aunt Denise, the one who uh, talks? Carol, Aunt Carol, excuse me, she <laughs> called you lately. What's the update? No, <laughs> no, I've talked to her in a while. <laughs> Look at that stash, though, man. 
he's still got that stash right in 2019. I love it. Jake is 65 years old here. Yeah, unbelievable, man. <laughs> Actually, completely believable. <laughs> he looks. Oh, look at that. Oh, figure four. Selling Jake. that figure four. Ric Flair holding the top rope for leverage. Rowdy letting them both have it. Man, I was trying to say Jake would face Undertaker at WrestleMania and he would be the impetus for Undertaker to turn babyface here in a few weeks when Undertaker yeah. saved Miss Elizabeth from Jake the Snake from a sneak attack on, uh, I think it was Saturday night's main event. But, uh, yeah, so evil Jake the Snake here in his final few months uh, in his initial WWF run at this time. Taking out Piper and... ho. Utite's coming in. <laughs> this man. One of my favorites. Oh, of all God. Time. I will just... not allow any trash talk about Jim Duggan. I love this man. Oh, there's a baby face with a beard. and But that's because that's he's a man's man. Yes, he is. <laughs> it's everybody's grandpa right there. Winding up on Ric Flair. <laughs> talk about not being a great wrestler, but still getting over and not having, not having to be a great like technician. No. That's, that, that's the guy right there. He had so you much know, energy, so much excitement, so much passion and all that he yes. was doing. You couldn't help but love this guy. No, you can. And he's just this little ho. I mean, everybody knows that. People like 40, 45 years old that aren't even fans anymore. You go, ho, you. Like, they know you're talking about Hacksaw. You know what I'm saying? It's just, they know it. It's just he stands out. He's a perfect oh, blue first tights. match on the card guy. Because you know he's going to get the crowd amped yeah. up, chanting, chanting yep. and everything, clapping for him. You're going to wake him up. Yep. Absolutely. Or after intermission, if it's a home, if it's like a right. yep. house show or something. Whoa. Man, this ring is just four guys that are all for the best, man. I could watch these four Damn, guys wrestle today. Boots. If they were alive. If Piper was still alive. Yeah. I could watch these oh, four yeah. guys have a match right now. <laughs> that was a wicked atomic drop. Put a little venom on that one. <laughs> Did Jake? <clears throat> Goodness. Oh, Flair oh. and Piper trading chops. And these guys are really hitting each other pretty well. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're not holding kid. back. Oh, Jake with a punch. Crowd standing Again, up Jake here. will be back in what, 96, 95, 96? Yep, 96 there for a little brief run, and then 2005 <laughs> will show up. <laughs> no, dang it. I'm oh, out. Your boy. I'm tapping out, man. I'm done. Man, that is a people's elbow pad right there. <laughs> that is huge. Erwin R. Scheister, the next man out, my least favorite wrestler of all time, as I have said on here many times. <laughs> Coming out here to ruin the party for the legends in here. Guess which guy's not in the Hall of Fame is this idiot in the red suspenders and ties. But he still works backstage. <laughs> Somebody get this guy a hacksaw. Unload on him, man. Yeah. Can you believe this guy birthed Bray Wyatt? I cannot. Oh, holding the tie. As he should. <laughs> Come on. Holding the tie and punched him in the face. Oh, Gordon Gecko. Himself, Gordon oh, Gecko, IRS. out of my ring. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Adamley. <laughs> Sorry, man. A callback to last week. <laughs> I had to do it. Oh, dude, Duggan with the old headbutt from 
slamming the two bad guys' heads to each other. That's just a classic move. Oh! No one does it anymore. Flare flop. No, nobody does it. Dude, Jake is so tall. He really is. He's like underrated how tall he is, man. He, he, man, he'd be he. I'm getting tongue-tied trying to say what I'm trying to say. He would, like, dwarf most of the main roster nowadays. Oh, my God, yeah. That's what, like, uh, was watching SmackDown a few weeks ago when, when Adam Cole took on, who did he face? Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. It was like, Adam Cole was shorter than Daniel Bryan. It was like, wow, what's going on? Yeah. Or Miz and uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Like, mm-hmm. you don't think a Miz is a tall guy, but he dwarfed uh, Ciampa on that episode. Yeah. I love all four of those guys. They're, yeah, I, sure. I love them. But, yeah, you're right. If they were in the ring right now with these guys, they would look like babies. So Crazy. Who's going to be next? <clears throat> Who's next? Goldberg. Oh, no. Who? There he Who? is. Hus, hus. <laughs> Jimmy Superfly Snooker with the long tights, man. Rare Superfly. appearance of the long tights on Snooker. Another really, former uh, Undertaker opponent. Mm-hmm. He must have had something in his nose there because he kept picking at it on the way down. He does not want Ric Flair to be attacked. Oh, and he, he, he does. He wants to attack Flair himself. I'll give you one he guess did. as to what was in Jimmy Snooker's nose. <laughs> Pepsi? Or? <laughs> no, nope, the other brand. <laughs> Dr. Pepper, of course, is what we're talking about. Oh, Flair's just flopping all over the place. He's having a blast, man. <laughs> oh man, this is like if ten years from now I was I won the Royal Rumble. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine wrestling for sixty minutes? In in ten years. In ten years, I, I can't imagine yeah. doing it right now. <laughs> right. I'm oh, having man. trouble watching wrestling for sixty <laughs> minutes. <laughs> My back's hurting. <laughs> My stamina is dying just watching this match. I'm getting out of here. Breather, need an asthma inhaler. You think this was a rib on Flair? They had to go out there and wrestle this match. Absolutely. <laughs> Vince had to like get it. Like, uh, okay, I get it now. Give him the title at the end. Roddy Piper's <laughs> trying to get it out of Flair's nose. <laughs> Yanking that. He's the wrong guy. Around. Go to Tito. Go to Tito. <laughs> Snooker. I mean, <laughs> probably Tito, too. Yeah, probably every guy in there. Let's be honest. What is up with that lump on Ric Flair's back? I've always wondered what that is. Yep. I never have known. I always just assumed it was something from, like, the uh, plane crash. Some yeah. disc or something that never went back into the right place. It's like the thing that uh, Punk sued the doctor for, or the doctor sued Punk for. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does look like that. Oh, son. Here we oh, go. Oh, here he is. Oh, yeah. Look at that lightweight Paul Bear bringing out the Undertaker. Now, of course, a few weeks mm. ago, a few months ago, when we did the 91 Royal Rumble, Taker was still with Brother Love, but now this would be his first Royal Rumble yeah. appearance with Paul Bear leading the way out to the ring. I don't think Paul Bear sticks around. I don't think the managers stay out here during this Royal Rumble, uh, but here comes Look, the, the crowd, man. man. A lot of those guys are on their feet just for, because Taker's coming out, you know? And at this point, he's a former world champion. Climbing underneath, getting in the ring. Ooh, nobody wants a piece of him. Oh, see you later, oh. Snooker. Man, great callback see to you. WrestleMania Ooh. match. Yeah. Goozling, Flair. Flair is selling that goozle like nobody does. Look at that. Look at the presence, man. 
he is standing out amongst all these legends and IRS. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like you said, he's a former world champion at this point, so you got to take this guy seriously. He has got to be one of the most serious threats to win this thing because he was the last champ before Hogan uh, a few weeks ago. Ooh. He's still a heel at this point, though. Yeah, like a little flare move right there. Yeah. Oh, no, he's working with IRS? Come on. Oh, that's bad. Dead man. Death and taxes right there. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> what, are, what are Piper and Roberts just goofing off in there? I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Poking each other in the eyes. Undertaker with IRS up at the top. On the middle rope. Oh, I wish he chokeslammed him over the top rope to the outside. Guzman, Hacksaw, and Flair. Duggan and Flair. Can he get them both up? Oh, my God. That guy just... (laughs) (laughs) He just snorted some of Snooka's surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Snorting with Snooka. He's coming out. Look at that outfit. (laughs) Holy cow. Oh, man. I think these Snake, guys. Oh, Snake just jumped out of the ring to avoid Savage. Obviously, they've had a giant feud going on for the past few months here. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Man, this do is you. Good stuff. Just all these storylines come into play in this match. It's great. Yeah, that's what also makes it so great. Do you prefer uh, Savage in, the, in these sort of tights with the shirt and pants or like original Savage with just trunks or. WCW Savage. What's your, what's your preferred look? Well, the one that I, as a kid, watched him more as live would be the WCW version. But I, I, I like to think of the the shorts, like the regular small tights, the ones, particularly one the the little was it? Oh, he needs to eliminate himself. He, he goes over the top rope because <laughs> he all yep. he cares about is Jay all he the cares snake. about. Yep, I like the little tights, the ones that um, after he died, or Punk wore them, Punk wore some yeah. just like his with the little stars in the back. Undertaker's trying to save his buddy Jake the Snake right now and attacking Randy Savage. Man, oh, what could have been a feud between those two guys? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Savage and Undertaker. That would great. Come on. Uh, I know I'm in the minority here, but this is like my preferred Randy Savage look with uh, this run of WWF because that's what I grew up on. That was like my right. initial look of Randy Savage, and I love the colors and – how he's just like so they're all so crazy and mismatched and, and all that sort of stuff. So um, I know everyone says the original just short tights savage, but I actually prefer this. Yeah, I, I think, like I said, if I would pick out of a lineup, my favorite probably being the shorts just because of nostalgia purposes. But like I said, the one I grew up knowing would it be like NWO Savage, honestly. Mm, knowing yeah, yeah. he's more in my wheelhouse as far as when I uh, was watching. so Oh, man. Eyes rolling back as he's trying to peel Randy Savage's skin off his face right here. Golly, dude. And Duggan going to work on the dead man. Laying him in thick. But Undertaker not selling it, man. He's not getting up for it. Nope. Oh, my God. Look at that face. <clears throat> face Only a mother could love it. Exactly. Please get oh, out of here. No, God damn Please it. Please get him out of here. What are you here. doing? Uh, 
I love the old laying on top Uh-oh. of the turnbuckle in the Royal Rumble. Always a good strategy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take a little breather up there. How is there so much time left in this match? Uh, Piper with the uh, walls of Jericho in there. Yeah. <laughs> I wish he would break the legs down. He's <laughs> 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 on his leg. You know, you oh, asked man. me if I could believe he was Bray Wyatt's father. No, but I could definitely believe IRS is Bo Dallas's father. I don't have any problem <laughs> believing that. <laughs> That's it. That makes it. complete sense Done. to me. <laughs> Done. Done. There he is right there. Uh, Mr. Road, Mr. Um, Viking Raider himself. <laughs> Dude, if the Berserker came out and started managing the Viking Raiders, I would start watching WWE again. I'd be, be back in, baby. Oh man, it's uh, he's something. He's definitely ahead of the ahead of the time. He is ahead there, of the so. curve, dude. He looks like he could be in WWE current day. Ah, uh, he could. He fit right in. Another guy with a short-lived Undertaker feud. Never hit pay-per-view, but it was on TV for a few weeks, and tried to stab Undertaker with his sword and cut right through the ring. Pretty iconic imagery there. A lot of people remember that, and it's uh. On those Superstars episodes, it's on the WWE Network. If you want to go find that scene right there, it's Undertaker. Oh yeah, golly, Ooh. man! Look at the presence, man. There's a reason why he used to terrify kids watching TV. Oh yeah, terrify me right now. Mm-hmm. Just watching it. <laughs> Ooh man! And he it's looks like, like a legend out there, but this is this is actually the beginning of his career. Like so many of these right. other guys, we've said. You know, this was the tail end for them. This is a guy who fits right in, but he's just, you know, uh, not quite a rookie, but not far from it. Right. Rookie as far as time in WWE, for sure, you know. But look at him. He's goozling Piper and Flair at the same time. But yeah, it's just crazy how just initially, we talked about this, you know, episodes one, two, three, four, five, just how he just seemed like a legend from, you know, from go. You know, it's just crazy. How do you do that? Nobody else can do that. Right. And it's so simple and basic, but again, just the power that he has, it, it just jumps off to you. As, uh, I mean, are, oh. we, we could be saying these same things about this guy right here, Virgil, <laughs> coming in. Another guy what? who is just killing it in 2019. On AEW. <laughs> AEW superstar, Soul Train Jones. <laughs> What's your favorite gimmick of Virgil? I gotta say, Curly Bill, <laughs> the West Texas Rednecks. <laughs> oh, 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 oh man! Or Vincent, man, I love me some Vincent. <laughs> oh yeah, black and white in W. <laughs> oh yeah, I love him. dude. So that's what I think of when I think of him. Is, is you think of Vincent? W. O. Vincent. Yeah. Ah man, I think of Virgil, without question. Oh, I, I mean, once I went back and watched all this stuff, when I oh look at that, terrible. Terrible playing the game. Yep. Yep. Undertaker, who he helped win the title a few months ago. Man, Undertaker didn't let go of Virgil that whole time. Nope. That was great. (laughs) Man, and this just image of Undertaker choking guys in the corner just blows my mind, man. Yeah, it's crazy how he and now he's trying to throw Flair off the over the top rope. Look at that. Oh, no. Is he going to make it? I don't know. Lots of hair. And then Hogan or Duggan just held on to Flair's foot to try to hold him in. 
Berserker. Are those sheepskin? Lambskin? Alpaca? What kind of boots do you think he has? I guess it's the inverse of Barbarians. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> they must have shot to the same place. I went on the <laughs> same hunting trip or something. I, I don't know. I want to see uh, WWE Network special of the Berserker and Barbarian go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That'd be great. Uh, and out next is uh, <laughs> Shiki Baby. Oh, I'll make you humble. <laughs> He's going to bushwhacker. Wait, it's the bushwhackers? Yeah, wait a second. <laughs> Steal them <and> gimmick, man. <laughs> Dude. What is going on? <laughs> What's he? <laughs> <laughs> Gimmick infringement. Oh, man. Past oh. his expiration date, too. Yikes. Oh, yeah. Look at those boots, though, man. I love that Xavier Woods still rocks those boots today. Like, I mean, right now, currently, he's out with Achilles heel tear, but when he's in the ring, I love that Xavier uh, stops that. Or wears those. Excuse me. Why do I say stop that? <laughs> yeah, Xavier Woods, huge, huge Iron Sheik fan. We all know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see him on Up, Up, Down, Down. Iron Sheik. I never <laughs> understood it. A Twitch, it. No. A Twitch channel. Oh, please. Channel. God, <laughs> please, games. man. Oh. oh, man. I break the Mario's back. Make him <laughs> humble. Make him humble. I never oh, understood the man. purpose of the curved boots, though, as we uh, oh. refresh with the Knickerbocker Arena shot. Just giving you a nice view. No one needs to see. Sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> no one needs to see what's going on in the ring at this moment. Yeah. Oh man. Undertaker just look. He's just stalking. <laughs> Roddy Piper. Yeah. Ooh. Macho Man. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen Macho Man and Undertaker. Man, it could have killed. Fantastic. It's a oh, shame. Yeah. Shame that we never got to see that. The uh, job squad kind of filled up the ring here with uh, <laughs> General Adnan, yeah. Iron Sheik, and Virgil, and Berserker as we go to three, three two, two, one. one. Oh, who's coming out there? Pinky. <laughs> Mr. Pink. <laughs> Damien Sandow. <laughs> the model Rick oh, Martell. Oh, Rick Martell. Love that guy. Oh, we have talked on here a few times about how underrated he was back in the day. You know what this Royal Rumble reminds me a lot of as far as the people in it? What's that? Uh, Royal Rumble 91. See, a lot of the a same, lot of the same guys. Yeah. <laughs> thought you were going to say WCW Saturday Night 1998. Oh, <laughs> also, a lot of the same guys. <laughs> Vincent, VK Wall Street, Rick Martel, Roddy Piper. Duggan. Duggan. Duggan yeah. <laughs> Pretty much everybody. Flair sometimes. <laughs> Piper Barbarian was, there. was there. He was John yeah. Nord, WCW for a little while. Uh, he wore those same boots. Oh man, the Berserker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, John Nord. I forgot about that. Oh, Sheiky baby. <laughs> Get hit in showers. <laughs> oh, man. there's Taker, giving it to Macho Man. Oh, again, really wish we could have seen that play out. I love because what Macho favorite... Man is. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell you, <laughs> oh, so Macho Man was. Did he leave in '93 or '94? Uh, been the end of '94. Yep. Yeah, so we could have definitely got a match. 
Because he let well, he he quit wrestling like in '93, didn't he? And then he was a commentator for right yeah, during Raw and everything. He was like and then '94 had a couple matches in '94, but yeah, he was there by the end. Yeah. But he was in WWE by the end of '94, right? Because Hogan came in in like June, yeah. and July. He jumped he, pretty much straight over. Yeah, look at Virgil's pants, man. How do you feel about those tassels? <laughs> you see, it's not enough tassel for me. Right, no, I agree. I want all the tassels or no tassels. So like, yeah. Texas Tornado boots or no tassels at all. As we see, yeah. Undertaker oh, and IRS, more double teaming, man. As uh, Yeah. And here comes Hulkamania Hogan. running wild. Look at that crowd, man. You can tell who the star is here. You, yeah, know you see that Hulk rules sign in the back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Made on a refrigerator box or something <laughs> like that. Man. Hogan wrestling in a shirt at this point. I never liked Ooh. that shirt. I'm more the classic Hulk rules yeah. shirt. I never cared for that one. And there's Hogan the heel we talked about in, in the before. How he's just—he's actually a heel. He's the most babyface heel there is. And we're going to see more of that toward the end of this match. He just spit his gum out there. His Undertaker he did. <laughs> what if uh, Perfect was out there and he sw- swatted it? Oh, from that'd have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he jumps from up the and floor. Yeah. It. Dude, look so, at this triumvirate: Berserker, IRS, and Undertaker. Man, <laughs> <laughs> set the world on fire uh-huh. back then. Island of Misfit Toys. <laughs> <laughs> Hogan, so... Oh, Doug and I got in the way. Hogan just took out The Undertaker. Just like that, man. But perfect 10 landing, as yep, always. perfect 10 landing. And again, they, there's a story there. Because of the, you know, back in Tuesday in Texas and Survivor Series and all that. So this crowd is erupting for Hulkamania right oh, now. Oh, man, he just tore the shirt off. It's business time, baby. Oh, yeah. Got the Berserker out, got The Undertaker out there, and... Really a great run. I mean, he had a Undertaker had a great run in '91. Really star making performance there, and again looking strong in this one. Yeah. Hogan <laughs> and Virgil. <laughs> well, did you see Hogan choke Martel and then throw him across the ring with his yes shirt? I mean, another heel move. What just happened to Doug and Virgil? They just goof. <laughs> It just goof tripped on out of there, man. <laughs> Ready to hit Applebee's after this. It's a bug. That's what I'm. Ah, yeah. God, God, that was a layup. I missed there it. Skinner. Oh, the Skinner. What's on his belly? Dip spit? Absolutely, man. <laughs> he missed the bucket. Golly. He's got a big boss man shirt too. Bottom button. Yeah, button. Just, I'm thinking about doing that for Halloween next year. Oh, I'm thinking about doing that button. for work tomorrow. <laughs> That's my new style. <laughs> Look at the IRS. Short about his neck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting scarred. <laughs> what is happening, man? This match is be the heel again. Just him with it. Why is Savage still in there? Didn't he jump over the top rope? Yeah, State? that's a goof. Yeah, he came back in, oh, but um, he should have been eliminated. I think doesn't Heenan point that out when he first did it? I think he, he must does. have. Somebody's brought out Look, Skinner's man. khakis tucked into his <laughs> boots. <laughs> man. I was just about to ask you how you feel about that. Oh, he missed a belt loop. <laughs> he missed a belt loop. That's not he's surprising. Got... <laughs> it's probably in character. He's got. I think he's got the seven, uh, seven belt loops, and he missed one of them. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he, really... he's a, he goes down the swamps, dude. He can't have his leeches or snakes going in his Mm-mm. boots. He's got to tuck the cactus That's in. exactly why he tucks it. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the leeches in his boots. He 
those khakis are crystal clean, though. They're fresh. Like the man. crotch where it's got dip spit on it. <laughs> <laughs> right on the zipper. Yeah, I don't know what that move Martell just did was. The shake and bake over there. <laughs> like he got electrocuted in like a cartoon. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> Hogan Flair, maybe. WrestleMania main event anywhere. There it was. Oh. Getting the preview. Just How did Hogan get his shirt fun. back on him? <laughs> Where did that go from? I think IRS gave it to him. Ah, just hand it. It's, it's this, coming this out now. To you. Ooh, the Sarge. The Sarge right Still here. Still a good guy. He was back to being a good guy at this point. Yeah. Had a yep. heel run in 91, and now he's fighting to get his country back here. And uh, just another former world champion, another legend, just in a ring full yeah. of them, man. It's a stacked lineup. Well, there goes a legend right there. Skinner. Skinner. <laughs> How do you feel about heel Sergeant Slaughter? Uh, no, nah, I didn't care for it, man. Like, yeah. uh, I got nothing against Sergeant Slaughter, but he was just a bit past his prime there to be holding the world title, in my opinion. And it was such sure. cheap heat. Yeah, it yeah. just I never the easiest form of heat. Yeah. yeah, man. I never really cared for it. But I mean, I, I love the Sarge. I respect the heck out of him. Oh yeah. Some fun stuff we talked about here was him and Shawn Michaels and DX and all that oh, stuff. Remember back in ninety seven, that yeah. was fun stuff. The commish. Look, man, I don't I really not was never a fan of his red elbow pads. I wish they were red, white, and blue. Like they're just red though. True. Kind of like uh, El Matador's pinky, <laughs> pink uh, boots and wristbands. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Martell, man, it just that guy's a stud, man. I'll always have a fond space for him. Absolutely, he you belongs that in guy. the Hall of Fame. Unlike IRS, who's just <laughs> still in this match somehow. Um, everybody in the ring uh, is live, right? Except Piper. No, and Macho Man. Sorry, Savage, yeah, too many yeah. dead. Yeah, always the case yeah. with these older shows. Yeah. Oh man, look at that star-studded event there in the. That's six seconds. See who's coming in next. Crowds on their feet. It's getting toward the end here. It's got to be getting toward the end. Like, I don't know. We're not keeping up with numbers here, but yeah. Oh, that's it. There's number thirty. Yeah. Psycho Sid. Sid Justice at this time. Look at that hair. Look at that. Don't break your leg, kid. <laughs> oh, no. Guy, he looks like a million bucks, though, man. He does, man. You kidding he? me? Fresh off the softball field. <laughs> Fresh off the sauce, I think. Yeah, that, too, yeah. And Dude, look at those pants. I forgot he wore this electric blue outfit. Yeah, I like that. I love it. It's fantastic. Another guy, I will say, long overdue for the Hall of Fame. Definitely belongs oh, yeah. in there, in my opinion. I think he's... Uh, <laughs> A lot of people may not him. say that. Oh, <laughs> it is softball season, man. <laughs> it is spring, yeah. <laughs> Hall of Fame. Terrible well, punches. They're going to put NWO, Batista, and Sid Vicious. <laughs> <laughs> I'll book my ticket to Tampa right now. Oh, man. Huge Sid Sid fan. Vicious, another WrestleMania main event uh, Undertaker. Another Undertaker you know? opponent. That's right. Yeah, a lot of Taker opponents here. Ric Flair, WrestleMania opponent. Yep. Oh, man. Wish you could have had a match with Martell. 
Markdown yeah, would have been that. fun. Slaughter could have had some fun in there with. I don't know what Sid's doing there. He's <laughs> <laughs> like a guy who's accidentally a wrestler. Like he just happened, to, you know. Like he just happened to be like right good place, at right it. time. Like yeah, he's just not like into it, but he's like just there. For paycheck. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely just a job to him. Ooh, I, I, I know that's why some. Oh man, athleticism, dude. I know Sid's yeah, divisive, no, no. but come on, man. Yeah. Everywhere, every time he showed up, he was over. He's like yeah. five-time world champion between WWE and WCW. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Rub people the wrong way, but a freaking legend in my opinion. I guess we were wrong. I was not number 30. I thought he was as well, but oh, I thought he was. it's going to be a oh, warlord. Wow. He's number 30, if I remember correctly. Uh, Talk about that sauce. Stone Cold Golly, from behind. From 91. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Rearview Stone Cold from 91 Rumble. Again, dude, there's a lot of people. This is like a rehash of 91 Rumble as far as the, the players. Oh, Ric Flair taking Hogan out of the bottom rope. Dirtiest player in the game. Yeah, you can tell they had some big plans for Warlord coming at number 30 here. But uh, yeah. never quite panned out, <gasps> my brother. Suplex on the outside. What a spot. Very rare for this day and age. Yeah. Martell at Jazz Fingers. Ooh, axe handle to Piper. Love a good double axe handle, man. Oh, love Don't it. Don't see that enough <laughs> anymore either. <laughs> Sarge went for it, man. <laughs> That might be my favorite elimination of all time. Oh, between that and Boss Man, I don't know which to pick. <laughs> elimination of the night. Chest first. He just flew over the top. I, don't know if that was you, I was about to say, you think that was supposed to happen? No. <laughs> See ya. Oh my Lost his grip up there. So we're down to oh, seven or eight, looks like. Flair and Hogan <coughs> in there. Got the Warlord, eight. Piper, IRS, Sid, the model, and the Macho Man, Ooh. who has technically been eliminated. And <laughs> pull him out, Piper. Choke him out. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, got the old Daniel Bryan choking on the tie. Finally gets him mm -hmm. out of there. Got him. He's gone. Now we got some legends in there. And Warlord. <laughs> Warlord or Barbarian? Who's your pick? Oh, Barbarian, hands oh, down. yeah, all day. All day. Warlord just, he's number 30 and he's out. <laughs> Look how big he is, though. He is unnatural with <laughs> large. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. <laughs> He is, he is huge. He puts like a eat me Brian lunch. Cage to shame. Yeah, it's true. Oh, man. What if Mark... Oh, Sid. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Pushing <laughs> out Piper him, and Martell. Shoved them on their butts. Didn't even like scoop them up. Just like pushed their high knees right out <laughs> of there. Dude, Martell and Sid could have been a tag team called Cotton Candy. <laughs> great. <laughs> their outfits, dude. That's it, dude. Printing money right there. Look at this so Final Four, four. though, man. Come on. Mount Rushmore. Oh, uh, maybe not quite. Macho Man's gone again. Uh, Macho Man eliminated again. So now we're down to Sid, <laughs> Hogan, and Flair. 
obviously Sid had just come in a few months ago. He was big baby face. They had plans for him to maybe take over for Hogan at some point. So, Ooh. man, you, you could easily think either any one of these three guys could win. But, you know, as a kid, you're probably just expecting it to be Hogan because that's generally what happened. Right. Hogan must pose. Hogan gets and to win here. What Sid a shot. Just Hogan out. And look at the crowd yeah. stand up. When Hogan gets eliminated, look at that. You know, Hogan is over. Hogan's still he's still huge to me as a kid in '92. Yeah. But as the story goes, I mean, the tide was changing here. A lot of people sure. were cheering to see Hogan eliminated, even though it's booked to kind of be a heelish move by Sid. But here's the real heel and move. Speaking of heel, yeah, look at look at Hollywood Hogan out there holding Sid's arm and helping Ric Flair eliminate him. Like that's a heel move. Absolutely. So ah, Rick Flair such wins. Weird booking there, but Flair then, gets the victory. Mr. NWA wins the Royal Rumble for the world title. It's just crazy to think about. You it know? is. I can't even even describe like something that would equate to this. You know. All right, let's go back to this from one o'clock to night to 2016. Imagine AJ Styles comes in number three, just like Flair did, and he wins the Royal Rumble. Yeah, that was just about the closest you can get for You're nowadays. Right. Yeah, yeah. Somebody you so associate with another show, you would never exactly. think would show up on this one, and now mm-hmm. they're the champ. Mm-hmm. And That's yeah, about I mean, I, I can think of. I did feel that way when AJ eventually won the title, though. Oh, yeah. Even though oh, yeah. six months later, or however long it was. And yeah. Sid and Hogan getting their comeuppance here, and yeah, you could already tell. I mean, this was what we were looking at for WrestleMania. You know that you talked about it, that Hogan Flair match that probably should have happened at that WrestleMania eight instead, but it's pretty clear this is already what they had set in motion. Oh yeah, again, Hogan is um, the centered piece of the you know the end of the show here. Hogan must pose, even though Flair won the, <laughs> the Royal Rumble and yeah. won the title. Hogan must complain. Hogan's too. getting his exactly. <laughs> There's old Pat. Tony. Pat Patterson getting knocked out. All those old white men in suits in the ring. That's <laughs> just all it is. <laughs> oh man, who's the guy on the left there with the with the like? <laughs> oh, Rene Goulet. <laughs> it's like Jeff. It's like Jeff Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> he got the Dumb and Dumb haircut. <laughs> that was Jeff Daniels' inspiration. <laughs> oh man! Absolutely, man. Oh. Wow. Well, what do you think, man? Does this one stand up in your book as still the greatest rumble of all time? Oh uh, yeah, I think so, man. It's just the story told again. We haven't had the commentary on, but the story there with you know Heenan telling the story about Flair the whole time and just watching him and just be a heel and just you know just win this. It's just fantastic. I think it's the best one. You know, I really do. There have been some other ones that are really fun too, and this one just holds up. I still, I think, still. About you? Absolutely, man. I agree. It was fun to watch, even without, even with the commentary off. It's still five stars. Flair's performance, all the legends out there, all the little mini stories told. That moment where Flair gets everybody out, and then Piper comes in yeah. with the ring to themselves. That's just incredible. Uh, just a masterpiece of storytelling there. Uh, if you've never seen this one, I, I just don't even think there's anyone that's not seen this one and doesn't know how awesome it is. But if for some reason you're a younger viewer and you haven't seen it, you got to check it out. you got to check out this 
promo with flair and perfect and mean jeans mean jean tells somebody to put their cigarette out his <laughs> 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 legendary comments give that uh, title right there uh still winged eagle yeah, I was saying earlier I had stories about this match. I remember one time watching it's on that first Ric Flair DVD that came out in like 2003 or four or something. I loved having that DVD, and um, I remember going driving to youth camp, church youth camp in the summer, and I was one of the college counselors. Uh, me and our buddy Jay uh, that we've talked about on the show before. And I, uh, we were in a van driving down there early with some other college guys. We were getting everything set up. And the van had a TV in it, and I had my Ric Flair DVD and popped it in there. And we were all just mesmerized as we were driving down watching this match. He had the two, we had like two older guys driving the van. They hadn't watched wrestling in 20 years, but they were just just hearing the commentary and then they would like right. driving would like sneak back and look on there and it's just like cracking up at Heenan and just mesmerizing. I just I'll never forget that man this match could just uh, get anybody into it it's that good oh yeah it really is man it's fantastic it's one you show somebody it's like well what's all this wrestling thing about let me show you this match sure. yeah. sit down you got an hour and a half <laughs> sit down for a minute because in this part right here, we're, we're you know we're not listening to this either. But the whole with a tear in my eye, that's just yep. that's classic, man. This is, in my opinion, this is Flair's best WWF promo. I mean, he didn't oh, he yeah, only got yeah, a yeah. year's worth of promo time yeah, there, but sure. this is this is it. All of his classic ones are WCW, NWA, Jim Crockett stuff. But this one right here is yeah. the this is the one and only WWF one. And dude, I I love at this point. I mean, I, 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 yeah, no, you're right. Uh, I love the winged eagle belt, but it just looks weird on Ric Flair, man. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, it's not big gold. Right. Yeah. I know. It's crazy to think about. He held it, what, one time? This is it, right? Uh, twice. He held it, lost twice. it to Savage at WrestleMania. <clears throat> That's right. Won it back, and then lost it to Bret Hart. That's right. Lost to Bret Hart as a as Survivor Series. Uh, it was, or SummerSlam. It was I, um, it's like a house show. No. It was a house show. That's yeah. right. That's it's on right. Like a house show. Video. That's right. Actually, see, I see my yeah. memory. This is all spotty. Who's that guy? <laughs> we were just oh, talking that's a genius. Right before we recorded, how like, you just remember some of the dumbest stuff. Like I can remember exactly. Yeah. All the WWE title changes up to about like 2014, but I couldn't tell you what I had for dinner two nights ago. <laughs> for some uh. So we see some of these legends. Uh, oh, great fan sign in the crowd. Is this. Show wraps up, man. Uh, what do you think, dude? Boss Man Elimination or Sergeant Slaughter Elimination? Which was your favorite of the night? Uh, <laughs> I don't, I, can we call it a, a tie? Those were those were two of the greatest of all time, man. <laughs> I guess if I had to pick one, I don't know. I can't pick one. Um, gun to my head, the one I laughed harder at would be Slaughter. But oh, okay. um, the the funny one. I'll say boss man. Thing that's funny about boss man is that you just said by him hanging himself and then he, <laughs> he falls over and hangs himself. But yeah, so that was funny for the commentary. But uh, I just slaughter. I just didn't expect him to go over 100 miles an hour. But anyway, look how pixelated these stills are. It's Very awesome. <laughs> well, we appreciate you guys well, listening. Yeah, we want to hear your thoughts about World Rumble '92. Tell us your favorite parts your favorite elimination your favorite entry in there uh you know where to find us at talking taker on facebook twitter and instagram 
A few of you guys commented on our last episode, the ECW episode, at Watch Wrestle Pod, Watch Along Wrestling. Uh, told us they loved the show. Uh, spent his morning laughing at our uh, at the press conference story uh, about me and Big <laughs> Show, our interaction, and then he shared his own uh, Polaroid with Balls Mahoney, man, from yeah. the original ECW show. So Balls loved the photo shoots, man. He loved taking pictures with fans, obviously, and said R.I.P. Oh, Balls. Yeah. Um, and then Randy Turco, he uh, he showed off his ECW VHS collection, his ticket to, uh, let's see, he says it was Anarchy Rules 2000. Uh, so he got to see one of the final mm. ECW pay-per-views and his T-shirt from there and then talked about, uh, like we both talked about, we had like an ECW um, enabler, he called it. We both had those in our mm-hmm. lives. He said he had one too. And then uh, that guy at uh, D-Roar, he came on there and was talking about they were sharing some ECW memories. It was fun to relive that, man. Oh, nice. I'm sure there's so many people out there that had like an ECW uh, hookup that would get them into it, man, because it, well, it was like a drug, dude. Sold it on somebody. It was like, it was like punk rock, man. It was like punk yes. it was underground. You know, you yes. had to have someone to, to get you in, you know. Uh, it was very, uh, uh, I don't know, Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, it's all secret. You know, you had to have somebody to get you in, get you hooked. You're right. Yeah. But uh, I know I mentioned that I was going to get my tapes out and put those ECW tapes, and I tried to this weekend in the garage, and my wife has stacked every box we have in the garage on top of my box of wrestling tapes. So Ugh. those are going to sit down there until she decides to move on. <laughs> so, Come on, Jimmy. I'm not going to knock everything. I'm not going to knock everything over. <clears throat> if I move that one box, everything will fall. So, yeah. But I did. It was Deep Impact. Um, Oh, shoot, and two other ones. I forgot what the Path tapes were. Yeah, I remember having the tapes. Probably. Path of Destruction was one. Yep, and then and there's another one that had all three. And I looked at the like the match list for those. Golly, they're so good, so, so good. good, such good stuff, man. Yeah, it was great. But anyway, I'm sure you can watch any of those matches on the network now uh, for yeah, nine ninety nine a month. Probably has most of them on there. Um, yeah. Shout out to Adam Davies on YouTube. Uh, he watches all our shows on YouTube and. I put the wrong YouTube clip up uh, a couple weeks ago, and he let us know about it. So I uh, hope he's still watching them and didn't abandon us because of that. Especially because <laughs> put a great Kali episode up, repeated that instead of our <laughs> newest episode. Sorry about that. That was the Iraqi Pete one. <laughs> Everybody who watches on YouTube, apologize for that. And, uh, yeah, we're going to keep rolling, rolling, rolling on to The Undertaker's Last Ride. We're going to kick off a new year in our podcast as we kick off a new year and a new decade in real life so next week we got one more watch along with you three weeks of watch alongs we're gonna queue it up one more time for the undertaker's greatest royal rumble of all time and it's also it's not quite up to this level as far as great royal rumbles but it's a fun show royal rumble 2007 the Undertaker, spoiler alert, gets the victory in, for the first time ever in the Royal Rumble and has, I, I would say without a doubt, the greatest finish to a Royal Rumble of all time. And I haven't seen it in a long, long time. I am very excited to rewatch this one and kick off uh, one of the Undertaker's greatest in-match years uh, in, in memory. is mm-hmm. 2007, so it's been a rough couple of years here with the dead man characters. There's been some high spots, but they've been few and far between. But there's a lot of a lot of good stuff to cover in 2007. 
and we will do that for you next Friday. Can't wait to do it, and uh, we hope all you guys enjoy your New Year's Eve celebrations out there. Enjoy all your football watching, and go Tigers. All right, that's right. Uh, you guys have a good Clemson New Tigers, Year. Thanks. Not LSU Tigers. Oh, Let me clarify that. LSU. It's gonna be, I hope it's Clemson and LSU in the championship. It'll be great. So it'll be great, Tigers and Tigers. So anyway, um, you guys have a happy New Year, a safe New Year. Uh, we're looking forward to the New Year of Taker. Like you said, a lot of good stuff coming up here, 2007 and eight, and just the seeds planted in 2007 Royal Rumble match for what's to come the next full WrestleMania, basically. So, yeah, anyway, um, thanks again. And if you were there, if you were at the uh, Knickerbocker Arena there in Albany, New York, on January 19th, 1992, let us know. Let us know which elimination was your favorite, the uh, head uh, decapitation of the boss man or the Bret Hart chest bump that went awry with Sergeant Slaughter. So let us know what you thought. Were you ticked off uh, that Hogan was a he- became a heel this night but didn't really become a heel? Let us know. Anyway, uh, if you were there, we'd love to hear from you. Other than that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you in the new year. Take it easy. There's more. El Matador, Tito Santana, the Berserker, Sergeant Slaughter, Nasty Boy Sags, Nasty Boy Dobbs, the Big Boss Man, and this ominous individual, the Undertaker. Oh, my sacred vessel. It's not as full as it once was, but after the Royal Rumble, I'll have 29 fresh bodies to put into the fiery crematorium. And after the 28th body has been fired, Hogan, you'll be the 29th. And then even Jack Tunney, yes, there may even be room for you in this urn.